Hello, friends. Welcome to That's Pretty Woo. Conversations about life, beauty, and magic. Because talking it out makes us all more connected. We're your hosts, Jordan Medina and Kayleen Seuss, two friends navigating the balance between making time for our work and passions while trying to be present in everyday life as mothers, partners, and citizens of the universe. Okay, let's chat. We are taking on the topic of TV shows and woo. Kayleen, let's dive in with a trip down memory lane. What was your relationship to TV when you were growing up? So my earliest memories are of watching Good Morning America and All My Children and the O.J. Simpson trial and Real World San Francisco, Rosie O'Donnell, like all of that TV. I didn't really feel like TV was like my thing till much later in life. Mm. Like I was just like, watching whatever my mom was watching really. And I I sort of, I'm sure that this perception is inaccurate, but I sort of remember the TV always being on, Uh but not always like being like centered in front of it to watch. Right. You know, like now in my house, if we're watching a show, like that we're watching a show Mm. and there isn't really like TV on in the background. Otherwise I always have music playing, but I think it was different back then because there was no DVR or anything. There was no streaming. So it was like, you caught what was on when it was on and that was it. And it was sort of the pulse of of a household, um, at least the way that we grew up. What about you? Definitely the pulse of the household. I think many If you know me, you probably know my love for pizza and my love for TV. Many would deem my TV habits probably unhealthy. And for many, they probably are. But for me, I have like no shame in it. I love TV. I love TV. I always have some of my earliest memories. I think it's probably because I'm like the youngest and by a lot and also was like an unplanned surprise person. And so I think it's like by that point, they kind of just like, your sisters can take care of you. And what are they doing? They're watching TV. So it's like my earliest memories are, you know, my sisters were, Meredith was like really into grunge and like there was tons of MTV once we got allowed to watch it because it was banned on the TV for a long time for them. My mom had it like taken off. It was like the thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can remember like, I can remember like for me, it was, you know, Nick Jr., Nick at Night. Uh, I remember like I Love Lucy and I can remember watching Inspector Gadget and I can remember watching Muppet Babies Mm -hmm. like early in the morning. And then um, I can remember watching, you know, movies with my sisters. I can remember being like scared because like I was in proximity to Beetlejuice, (laughs) you know, that's a movie, not TV. But, you know, just like it was definitely always on and a lot of times like we were in front of it, but also what you're saying about like, you're doing other things while it's on. Like we had a playroom that was like upstairs at our house and we were, I just kind of always remember being in there. And a lot of times like the TV was on, but you'd be doing, I'd be coloring or I'd be like playing on a xylophone or, you know, you do all sorts of things in front of the TV. And I'm still a little bit that way where I'm more mindful because I have a child and my husband grew up with like really limited TV. They didn't have cable growing up. I had a cable box in my room from the time I was like born. Like, <laughs> truly. Like I <laughs> I saw like my first male parts on TV when I was little because but we still had Cinemax. Oh and I was gosh. like in the middle of the night, it was like, it was like the channel underneath Disney Channel. What? So, yeah. So 24 was Cinemax and 25 was the Disney Channel. And I accidentally saw like the male junk and I was so deeply disturbed. What? I was like, oh my God. So yeah. So TV has been like in my life for probably too long and too, too much of a degree, I can say. Yeah, but I don't think, I think all the judgments around TV are like a relatively new thing. Uh, well, I think there's like all this stuff about like screen time and what it does to your brain. Yeah. But like in some ways, like really screen time has aided me in a knowledge of 
like, you know, I'm also somebody that's like well read. So it's like, I don't think I've just like my brain rotted out from the TV, even though it's been on for a lot of my life. And I still, you know, I think like Wilder's really young. And I think it's important to proceed with caution when you're reading these things that are like, oh, developmental delay. You know, you'd hear that and you're like, okay, I got to limit the screen time. And Nathan, it's also a respect to him because he doesn't love that. So it's like, we just don't we try not to watch as much. That's not saying our kid doesn't watch TV because he does, but we limit it some, you know, yeah. whereas when he's not here, like on a Monday today, when I'm cleaning, what you said about having music on, I'll have something on. So it might mm-hmm. be YouTube. It might be like a show. It might be a movie, but I'll have something streaming for sure. And then of course, now in the days of even binge watching, I feel like I've been binge watching since before binge watching was yeah. a thing because we, my like college roommates and boyfriend and I, we all live together in this house and we would binge watch stuff. We would get like the office on dvd and watch every episode of the yeah. office on the dvd till That's it was over it started it's really it in, is in, it co- is in our college time when you would get the netflix dvds in the mail yeah, yeah. oh god i loved that so much or the red box i think red, they do red box is a little later but they don't do tv on okay. red box just but netflix they, but netflix and you would get them or or you would you would get on christmas you would get a box yeah. set of dvds oh my god i gave my high school boyfriend I think like season four and five of Seinfeld and we like would watch them, you know, it's like on DVD and it was intense. Now I'm like, God, that's probably like in a $5 bin at, I have price books. I watched um, all of Buffy the Vampire Slayer in I have college. never watched Buffy. Oh my God. Can you, you believe that? Love People love Buffy. You would love it. When I first moved to Austin, I went to a live action um, play of the prom scene from Buffy from season one Buffy. Yeah. That's all. That's as much as I've seen of Buffy. No, yeah, that would be <laughs> for Halloween 2020. Okay, because I'll watch of your it. witch life and all that you, I, you would love it. Yeah, I got into it like because one of the girls on the swim team, she had it, and so we became friends. And she was like, I can't. She was obsessed with Buffy, and she's like, I can't believe you've never seen it. I missed a lot of TV growing up because I was always at the pool. I was swimming, and I was gone during like the TV watching yeah. hours. And before we had a DVR or TiVo, like I just missed. TV, I would come well, home from if practice. If I couldn't sleep at night, I'd just turn it on yeah. and stay up all night. Yeah, see, but I was like was not asleep because I had to get up at five. Yeah, so true. there was like a whole block <laughs> of time where like, I remember in college and stuff like recapping shows and movies and being like, I never saw that. Like ER, yeah. I would come home from practice and like my whole family would be sitting and watching it and I would like cut in for the last five minutes and then I'd oh, wow. have to go to bed. So, so you didn't do Friends either because no. that was all like the Thursday must-see TV, yeah. the order of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I can remember like the big thing for me was like Snick on Saturdays, Are You Afraid of the Dark yep. came on after Roundhouse and then it was like, like that was a big deal to me. That was like something that we got, I got to like stay up later for and watch and it was like a we big part of Saturday my childhood. We would watch Saturday Night Live with my dad. SNL. My, yeah. my dad definitely introduced yeah. me to SNL. I watched, I, I watched a lot of movies on TV. I, when I was little, I was very into both AMC and Turner classic movies. And that's when they were <laughs> literally only the old movies. I was so into it, girl. And it was like literally George Clooney's dad like gets on before each one and like tells you about, about the movies. And yeah. so I loved that. I loved MTV. I, I We watched a ton of music videos, which I still love music videos for that reason. But I think of like the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Smashing Pumpkins and all those like really yeah, beautiful yeah, yeah. artistic videos of that yeah. time. That that's such a flashback to me. I also remember a lot of, for whatever reason, Weird Al music videos oh, yeah. in like the past. Because they aired them a lot. Because they aired them a lot. But yeah. that's like the, my childhood like TV. And so then, did you watch Real World when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. probably the first, uh, that was probably our first season too was the San Francisco one. Yeah. And Do you then, know what year that was in? Oh, was it 92? 94. 94. That's okay. astonishing yeah. though. I was nine. 
Yeah, and I was watching Real World. Oh yeah, same. I mean, and I was. I was the O.J. Simpson trial was in '95, and we lived in California then, mm. and so it was like it was. Very I remember the chase. I remember the yeah. chase that day, and I can remember like news events. It's so funny because that is such a thing. I don't watch the news, and when I and we really didn't watch much of the news growing up, even though my dad does watch a lot of news. But my grandma and my granddaddy, they had three TVs on, each with a different news channel. And there was always one even in the kitchen behind like where we ate. And it was all news all the time, total news cycle. So in my head, every big thing that ever happened growing up happened at their house. At their house. Yep. I was like, why are we always here when something big happens? Like John <laughs> F. Kennedy Jr. died. We were there. Like all these different things. And what I now realize is that's how the news works. Like it's like, what can we be so amped there's about? You know, there's always going to be something. And if it's always happening at... Yeah, at granddaddy's. But if you only see the news at this one place, it's like, oh, there it is. Like, you know, so it's so funny because I had such an idea that like the biggest things in the world always happened. But I also got to, that was also where I got to watch Married with Children and then Living Color, which we weren't allowed to watch. And I can remember that. But in modern day, like, here's the thing about TV now, because like I said, I'm, I'm a big film and movie buff too. And, and I always was like very into classic films, very into all this stuff, which I've realized now, like, having close to total recall and like knowing all these things and being in hair. It's like you have all these great references for like different eras and different time periods and all this stuff. But we are what is, if you don't know, let me clue you in. We are in the golden age of TV right now because TV was kind of like looked down upon as like your major movie stars would never do TV. And you still have some of those people who never have and maybe never will like Tom Cruise. He's a major movie star the only time you're going to see them on TV is if they're showing Jerry Maguire with like scenes deleted, yeah. you know, or you're watching it on HBO. And you're not going to see these really amazing actors doing their incredible work on TV. But then like now that we had, I guess the show that really kind of changed it all is probably The Sopranos in terms of really stretching out a story, doing the really high caliber, changing the meter of the show. But that's because HBO could do that. Of course. HBO really launched like, but now you have all these networks that have the same kind of money that are like, you know, what what I like about HBO and maybe this will change when they launch HBO Max, which is coming out. But what I like about them is they have like two shows on a Sunday night. And you know both are good and mm-hmm. both are worth watching. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you've never watched a preview for it. It doesn't matter if you don't know anything about it. You pretty much know that you're going to sit there for those two hours and you're going to feel entertained and you're going to feel something and you're, it's going to be worth your while. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Netflix is churning out like oh, 40 so shows, yeah. a, you know, a week. Yeah. But anyway, let's get into like, what are some of your favorites? Like what's your more modern relationship with TV? Well, are we going to talk about like all time? Fa- well, I'm just going to dive into yeah. like my... Favorite show is Grey's Anatomy. Okay. I have grown with Grey's Anatomy. I've watched the first season when I was in college and it first came out. I own the DVD sets of like, I don't know, eight of the seasons. Now that I don't need those. Yeah. I should should just recycle them. I don't know what you do with old DVDs, but. Half um, price books. Will they take them? Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll buy them. They will? Yeah. They're in good quality. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't need them. I don't even watch them anymore because now I can just stream them on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Grey's Anatomy is like my show. And then, of course, because of that, I loved Scandal. 
I never really got into how to get away with murder. It was like, I like too, that one is too intense for like, yeah. I, and perhaps it was like the time in my life that it came out because it was like baby land and like my yeah. uh, threshold for anxiety ridden shows uh-huh. has shifted completely. Me too. Um, And I think I've just become more aware of like the energetics of like what I'm consuming and how it impacts me. But then I'm going to say that while I was pregnant with Merritt, I rewatched the entire series of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because um, Adam and I had started watching Game of Thrones when he was in business school. We had this little group of two two other couples, so six of us, and we would get together on Sunday nights and we called it TV time or family TV time. We'd eat dinner and we would watch. We watched Game of Thrones. We watched Breaking Bad and Homeland. Mm, and it was just this like all good. amazing thing that since college I hadn't really experienced, which was getting together with friends in PJs watching a show. Mm-hmm. Like that was something that we used to do all the time in our lives that then we were like professionals and we were dating and like just kind of stopped watching shows with friends. And I don't know who came up with the idea, but I'll be forever grateful to them. And I'm still friends with those those yeah. people. Um, but those were like some of the shows that really like stand out to me. That's funny because Game of Thrones premiered the summer that I moved here. Mm-hmm. And I had two friends. They were the only two people I knew. They were a couple who were chefs. And we would meet every Sunday night to watch Game of Thrones and Boardwalk Empire. Oh, we watched was, Boardwalk yeah, Empire too. so good. Okay. And it was like such a that's a real standout memory to me too yeah. of like the time you got together. To, it was every Sunday night. I just so nice. showed up there and did yeah. it. And it was great. But I, so, when like, I was watching Game of Thrones with them, I wasn't really into it. And I like, there's too many characters. I rewatched and I it didn't too. like it. You, there's it's, a billion names. Yeah. And by the time you get to know the enough exposure and then you start from the beginning, like I would rewatch that series again. It is so good. It's good. I loved it. I didn't love the ending, but I love everything else, which I hate when that happens, but it has happened many a time. And these don't even like bother me anymore because I kind of like, I have ending amnesia. I swear we've talked about this, but I lose the endings of stuff all the time. You do? So I, that's why rewatching stuff is like really enjoyable for me. Like I know I liked that yeah. show and I won't, yeah, I can't even, I don't even really remember the ending. Meanwhile, you read the ending to everything before you Oh, even that's watch true. It. I'm such a, I love spoilers. So like <laughs> we won't share any on here. We'll try not to. I think we won't. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I can say whether I liked or didn't like something that should be common knowledge at this point about the, like the Game of Thrones ending or like the lost ending. I love that show. I never saw that show. Oh my God. That, that one is like, you need to get into that. That's woo woo. And it is fun and it is so good. And, but then it's like, was it worth it? It's a lot of time. I'm going to tick through a few more for you. Justified. Ooh. The Americans. The Leftovers. Mm-hmm. Leftovers are great. Oh, my God. I would rewatch that. that it's be- really not that long. No, because mm-hmm. it was only a few seasons. The Wire. I know. <laughs> can't do the wire. I've been tried to do the wire so many times. It's too much paper pushing. I call, I'm like, I don't want to watch people do paperwork. It gets on my nerves, even though I know like the writing is awesome. And who, what did he just do that? I did just watch the same person did a show I just watched. And I was like, Oh, it's by the writer of the wire. And I did like that, but can't even remember what it is now. The West Wing. Is that too much paper pushing for you? I tried the West Wing last year too, but I can't, I, I love Aaron Sorkin. Don't get me wrong. I love newsroom. I love the, newsroom. his dialogue. Oh, yeah. But it's like, I, th- I don't know if it's the... Okay, so here's the thing about West The Wire and West Wing. It takes probably two or three weeks for you to forget the era. So it doesn't matter like yeah. how long you're watching. Like if you're watching five episodes in a day or if you're watching one, like there is a 
shedding of datedness <laughs> that has to occur. Yeah. For you. And and with the wire, each season's different. So the I, there's like the season by the like water I liked better than like the I don't know the the wire is like different each season. But with um, West Wing, like it, I remember, well I watched it because my father in law told me I had to see it. I wasn't like you know, a human without it basically. And I was like, okay, cool. And I, I mean, I like to watch TV. So I was like down for it. And I watched the first episode and I was like, I cannot, I cannot watch this. It's like so out of date. Like, it's just like, and I have like the Americans I love because they do the period so well. Yeah. It's a fun show. But like, it's, it's a modern show. So it's like in HD, (laughs) whereas like the West Wing is just old. Yeah. So it took me a while, but I, yeah, I really, really like that. Um, what about Friday Night Lights? I like Friday Night Lights. It's a fun one. That's a good one. So that's like, those are like what I would consider my all-time faves. And a lot of them are because like, I think TV is best shared with somebody. And so those are a lot of ones I've either watched because someone else told me I had to, or because I was watching them with other people. What about you? I mean, all-time favorites, I would say like Six Feet Under is a big one for me. Um, It's like a perfect show with a really fabulous ending that I actually think about all the time. Mm -hmm. Like there's not, there's probably like very few weeks that go by where I'm not like, something will stir in me that are with a reminder of the six feet under ending. And I just think like the music, I just, it's a really perfect show. Um, Mm -hmm. I had never watched it. It was my sister Julie's favorite show for years and years. And she's always said to watch it. And um, I actually watched it with Nathan and it's his favorite show too. And we both really love that together. And Nathan, for being somebody who is not into TV, I've really gotten him on board with a lot of shows, but it does have to be of a certain caliber. Oh my! Breaking Bad, I had watched by myself like as a binge and I loved it. And that was really fun to share with him too. So I've watched that twice through, really enjoyed. We are currently re-watching Mad Men and it's pretty up there. It's pretty great too, in terms of like just being a really polished, wonderful show and, yes. you know, gives you a lot to think about. And yes. what I like about Mad Men and, you know, I had never watched The Sopranos, but now I have dabbled okay. into it. And so I you can... Haven't, but you haven't watched, like, The Sopranos. I've se- I've se- I had seen, like, some of the episodes as yeah. they aired. Like, I watched the finale yeah. live, but I had never watched the whole show. But yeah. now I've watched about the first season. And what I've realized about Mad Men is, like, that I thought was unique to Mad Men, but now I, I realize is borrowed from The Sopranos a little bit, is... I like the meter of the show, like the timing of it and how things don't happen. Like it, it's very much like life and that you're not expecting some crazy thing every episode. And yeah. like, there's going to be this big ending and like, what's next week? You know, whereas you're watching like weeds or something yeah. and it's like, oh my I, gosh. Well, so, like, yeah. Like, so like Grey's Anatomy, every show is like packaged in a certain way that it's yes. like, you could watch, you could watch it just randomly and like, you'll know the whole yes. story. Whereas like, there's these other shows that are more like, weighty and they're like a chapter yes in a book, and, and the deuce like, was a little like that too i like that show too that was on this last few years deuce. i liked the deuce because it was like it, i've watched that yeah. um i watched that right after i had wilder and i really liked that one because it was it was just so far from like far removed from my current mm-hmm. existence but mm-hmm. i like you have had like the undercurrent of anxiety where like people love what's the um oh handmaid's tale i cannot watch and handmaid's I tale that. i can't watch it yeah because i i had read the book while i was pregnant it was just I watched the first episode right before Wilder gave birth and I was just like, I don't know. And then I gave birth and I was, it's the last thing I wanted to see was like a, you know, one of the seasons dystopian. came out at some point in my like postpartum life. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to watch this yeah. right now. But then I did watch it all in like a weekend. And I, I love that show. But yeah, I mean, 
I think that's one of the nice things about the way that TV is set up now is that we have a lot of choice. Lots of choice. So much choice. And so you don't have to, whereas it used to be that if you were going to watch it, you had to watch it. Yeah. And you were like kind of at the mercy of whatever they the were going to put in front of you. But now it's like, no, you can just take a break. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's true. Like you can just watch anything right now, which I think is awesome. Another one that we watched right after we had Wilder was the show called Dark. And it was one of my all time. I have not watched the second season, which like that's all, on Netflix, right? Dark is on Netflix, okay. but it is, it's not in English. You can watch it either dubbed and or like watch the you have subtitles. to watch the subtitles. I, I didn't mind the dubbed of that really? one. I really didn't. But it was like, typically I would watch with subtitles mm-hmm. is what I would recommend because the voices might bother you. But I thought they did a really good job. But it was probably one of the most visually stunning shows I've ever seen. And your girl loves a little bit of a sci-fi twist. And so I really liked what that show was about. I thought it was really, really, really well done. But the problem is it had so many like crazy plot things in characters and characters in different time periods that when I went to watch season two, I really need to rewatch season yeah, one. So it requires the commitment of yeah. me rewatching season one, which is already a commitment. Because and then it's also to watch the next one. So it, yes, yeah. yes. Yes. So shows with subtitles definitely are a different category for me because they require me to really pay, pay attention. attention which I actually love. I, I do too. I've loved, I know you have, you got us in a money heist, which we really nice. liked. And then Babylon Berlin. Have you guys watched that? We have not watched that. Oh we, my God. That I is like, I need to put that on the list. Yes. That, oh, that show is so good. So I'll just rattle through some of my recent faves. Fleabag. Whoa. So good. Okay. I can't get enough of Fleabag and I can't get enough of the hot priest. It was so good. It like Aren't really you moved devastated me. that it's over? Yes. But listen to this. So when you messaged me the other day and you were like, hey, like I think we should make it just about shows, not yeah. movies. And I was like, okay. And I was like, well, I did. There's one movie I wanted to talk about. This is this is woo, because this came around last night to me. And I was like, how am I going to incorporate this one thing into the conversation? I, for whatever reason, got on a kick about two weeks ago to watch the movie The Talented Mr. Ripley, Uh which if you've never seen it, you should watch it. It's on Prime right now for free to stream if you're a Prime member. And it's one of those movies that I saw twice in theater and I was really young and I remember it made me feel really icky. Like I I got stuck in the, it was like you had to go with your mom and I had to go with my dad. It was like something like that where it was like, not like I was actively choosing to go see this movie. And I remember being like equal parts like disturbed. And this is when like Kate Blanchett and like some of those people were just like up and comers. I mean, mm-hmm. you had Jude Law and they're uh, young. but they're very young. And yeah. it's like the makeup and the hair for this movie is just uh, it's it's one of my favorites. I think it's like what I think who, I, I like went and looked up the people who did it on IMDb and like saw their body of work. And I just think it's like so perfect. And it's just really an underrated movie. And so I was like, God, that was really, I just feel the urge to watch it about every two years. So I watched it about two weeks ago and my best friend texted me last night and he's like, oh my God, did you hear? What's the, what's the hot priest name in real life? I just, I mean, I just watched Golden Globes last night. I should know this. So Andrew Scott, who plays the hot priest has just been cast by Showtime for the talent of Mr. Ripley. But how crazy. Are they making a show or a movie? A show. And how crazy, a series. And how crazy that I was like, how do I incorporate the talent? I really want to talk about the hair and makeup from Talented Mr. Ripley. That's like the only movie I've watched in years. it's still about a movie. It's still about a show. It's still about a show because it's got our beloved Fleabag Hot Priest. And he's such a phenomenal actor. And so he's so charismatic. I've heard that he was in... um, I've heard he's really good as a villain because he's uh-huh. the villain in the Sherlock series, which I've oh, never watched, but people either. swear by. Yeah. And they're like, he made the whole series. 
And they're like, he's so likable as a mm. villain, which I think as the talented Mr. Ripley is you sort of important. You always likable. You do. Villain. I mean, that's what's so great about like Breaking Bad. Yes, totally. Oh, so very good. excited for that. And how crazy that he just texted me last night to tell me as I was like trying to come up with a way to incorporate the talented Mr. Ripley That's into amazing. this conversation. That's very woo. <laughs> it was woo. Ooh. Have you seen the morning show? The new I'm Apple dying TV to show? see that. People ha- keep talking about that. Yes. I've been consuming maybe a little bit too much Me Too content right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I had just read The Whisper Network, which mm. um, is a book based it's a fiction book based in dallas written by an austin-based author Hmm. it's really good um and it's about like a law firm and a whole me too situation Hmm. and so i had finished reading that book and then i watched the morning show but it is it's so so good but like it's definitely not a date night show to watch like you're not feeling like doing it after (laughs) so i was like you know i don't know but it's it's just yeah i really enjoyed it i'm dying to see the morning show it's all over now right because that's what i wanted just so that i can binge it yeah sometimes i was gonna ask you about that like what's your preference nowadays would you rather watch something week by week or would you rather just watch it straight through straight through I really would. But do you have the time for that? Yeah, we'll watch like two episodes. No, not like night. not like I used to. I used to yeah. literally, it was out right. in a day and it was done in oh, a day. We, what show did we do that with? House of Cards. Oh, we would like start so on a, the Friday night yeah. and we would finish it by Monday. Yeah. Yeah, we would do that too. That doesn't exist. But what we could, what we do is like, you know, we watch like two to three episodes a night. And really? Then, I mean, that's what we're probably, um, we started last week and we're probably almost through Mad Men season one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll watch like two, we'll get on a kick where it's like instead of a movie. Yeah. But that's sort of what I wanted to talk about also in terms of like movies versus Netflix is like now a movie seems like such a commitment, which is so bizarre because really it's much more of a commitment to yeah. TV. So yeah. I've tried to tell Nathan that this year I want to watch more movies because I really miss film. Yeah. I love movies. Yeah. Um, and I was like, there's so many that he's never seen because he just wasn't in stuff that I want to yeah. like show him yeah. um, that mean a lot to me. So I was like, well, what if we divided it up where it's like you watch an hour of it and if you can't do the second hour, you come back to it. Like what's the difference? Yeah. No, we do that with, we do that with movies. Yeah. So um, that's, that's kind of a goal for the new year. The crown. I like the crown a lot. I'm not caught up. I have to, uh, cause Nathan will not watch period pieces with me. So that is also low time. So oh, like typically in that, like that's probably what I'll watch today is the crown. Um, I don't yes. know which season I like better to be honest. I can't, I like them both so much. And I just cannot believe that this is about a woman who is still with us. I know. Like it's just so incredible. Um, okay. Switching gears. Sneaky Pete. Have you seen that? We've we watched the first season of Sneaky Pete. Couldn't get that. I, I have trouble with Adam some of the did prime not shows. Like the I didn't, second season, I didn't love Sneaky Pete. My mom loves Sneaky I Pete. I thought it was so just like quick and curious and easy to watch. Some things are easy to watch, and some things require a lot of thought and follow. Um, yeah. What about Ozark? Love Ozark. It's coming back. I know. I can't wait. They keep saying coming back 2020. I'm like, we are here. When are you coming? I know. Well, that's the thing. Right now, there's not much to watch. I mean, that's why we're rewatching Mad Men. We're in a kind of a slow phase. It's kind of fun to talk about it now because we're not like talking about only the shows that we're watching. Although currently what is out that is a blast to watch, if you haven't, is you. 
I see. You're the third person that's told me about oh it. My, have you watched it at all? Scary. No. no, it is Gossip Girl, oh, okay. but like with like this crazy murder twist. Okay. Like it's wild. Okay. It's, it's a silly show, but it is yeah. pure candy. It okay. is so fun. Yeah. Like it, like I only watch it while I cook dinner. Okay. And so Nathan's like, I don't watch that with you. But then he like has watched yes, every episode. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Another candy that uh, we were both happen to be watching at the same time, and it is pure porn. Outlander. Oh, I was going to mention that. Yeah, Outlander. I got, I, I got over it too. I got stuck in like this one scene and I couldn't get past it. And then I started watching it again while I was wrapping presents. Um, and the kids and our nanny Claudia were at the house. And so I had my headphones in and I was in the office, but there's glass doors. <laughs> and I was like, I feel uncomfortable watching this. Like, it's just like, I don't know. There's, there's like one episode. There's like watch. one episode that literally these people don't get dressed. Like it is pure porn and it was so funny because Nathan was in his office with the door open and I watch TV in the living room but he has access to see it and I was watching it like cooking or something and he was all of a sudden I hear his chair like whirl around like his <laughs> and he's like what what are you watching and I was like I don't know it was wild I, I think I'm gonna give my this conversation right here is giving me permission to like give up on that one of my like yeah. pet peeves about Netflix can do you know how to take something off of the recently viewed so it doesn't pop up in that queue I don't think you can it's just like so aggravating to me because I like to finish things and so if it, if it like comes up in that queue oh, I'm like I have to that's so funny. It. That doesn't bother me. I'm oh, like, I, let, I abandoned that one for sure. You liked Succession, right? Love yeah. Succession. That's another recent the, My coworker, Ricky, is the number one Succession fan of the world. I've never heard somebody bring up a show with every client, but it's so interesting because now he's trying to get new shows because he he just binged it and watched it as it came out this oh, last season. Okay. And so he's like brings it up and then people I like I like am always eavesdropping to hear what his people are recommending him because I've gotten some good ones off of that. And another show that we watched recently that was wild was um Dr. Foster. It's a British show and it's about like this woman whose husband is having an affair and I'm not spoiling anything because this is like how it the starts, setup. but it has that Jody, I can't think of her name, the one from um, Killing Eve. She's oh. so beautiful. I mean, they might call her the face. Like yeah. she is so gorgeous to me. The one who plays like the- Villanelle. The vil- villain- Villanelle. Yeah. Love her. Did you watch all of Killing Eve? I'm caught up on Killing Eve. I couldn't get into the second season. I got into it, but we watched it all at once. Should I- it was worth it? a watch. Is yeah, it? for sure. I have a whole section of series to binge watch that I wanted to like, there's like, I feel like there's shows that like are better binged. Oh, I think for sure. Okay. Orange is the new black. Cause yeah. it's done now. So you can, if you haven't watched it, you got to binge it. That's a good one. Mad Men was on my list. Absolutely. Did you ever watch Parenthood? I watched, I watched most of Parenthood. I didn't watch it when I was a parent and I feel like it would be so much more <laughs> Moving enjoyable now. now. Yeah. What about Halt and Catch Fire? I know. You've never seen that? No, what is it? Okay, so it is like on the very beginning of the computer age. Mm. And it was on AMC, I believe. It was two or three seasons. I feel it like I've heard of it. So good. Okay, you guys I'll, have I'll check to that out. That I'd be one. into that. I, I bet. feel like Nate could get into it too. What about The Good Wife? I've, I've not watched The Good Wife, but I've been told that so many times. I know. I'm like, I don't think I wrote enough on this list because I promise y'all I watch so I, much she TV. She watches way more TV And so me. I'm like, how have I seen none of but the shows okay. that you've recommended? This is but, good. Um, no, I've, I've got a list to watch. That's good. Well, The Good Wife. And then they had a spinoff called The Good Fight, which is on okay. like CBS as their paid thing now. So oh. um, every 
whenever season they come out, I like have to pay to watch it because it's, I loved The Good Wife. And I did not watch that when it was like live on TV, except for maybe the last season. I think I caught up, mm. but it is, um, that's a fun one. To, I feel like that would be a fun one for you to watch alone, but there's some good romance and it's just Oh like, yeah, I'll watch that. What about Rectify? Did you ever see that? Mm-mm. That's on the Sundance channel and that's Okay, over. that's probably what I haven't but seen. But like it. if you look up like the top however many shows of the tens. Yeah. It was on there. Oh, okay. It's really good. And I get all of my best TV recommendations from either you or Adam because Adam is a crazy person. Like you were saying that it has to be like a certain caliber for Nathan to watch it. Adam lives and dies by Metacritic. Oh, interesting. Do you know this website? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Metacritic ranks and it gives you like the um, reviewers and then it gives you the people and it's it's actually a very useful tool for knowing what's available to stream because they'll tell you like what's new on Netflix and what's new on Prime. But he always finds like, random shows. That's how we found Babylon Berlin. That's how I found uh, Dr. Foster actually. Or my sister had recommended it, but I had seen it before on that too. And then I I see you wrote Call the Midwife. I have seen that. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I love Call the Midwife. That's a great show. But that one's like a little, I don't know if it, I wouldn't call it sad, but there are a lot of, I was pretty emotional. Well, it's like, yeah. So it's all about birth and it's a (laughs) very, it seems like a very accurate portrayal of like most portrayals of birth, like on Grey's Anatomy are like very like quick and dramatic, but call the midwife is, um, it's like after the war or during the war. Yeah. And it is like, it's very empowering in some ways. And then also very sad, but it's also like escaping to a different time place. Yeah. I I love, I just love period pieces. Like I, I, I will like search like Downton Abbey, and then I watched Poldark. I was obsessed with that this year, so I ended up reading the books. Like, oh I, really? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I got so into that. That was like to me, Outlander was a little bit too. It's fluffy. It was too fluffy for me. Yeah. Whereas like Poldark, I didn't think I would be interested in because it's a period piece with a male lead. That man, that man is on like he's on the list, girl. If there's a list, he's on. You know, you're like older, and you're like, do I still have a list? That man is on the list. <laughs> oh, and it's also it was like that's I, how I feel about Timmy Al- Timothy Oliphant from Justified. Like, oh yeah, that's how my I think Meredith was saying that she loved him from Justified. We did like one of those like um, interview questionnaire things during my bachelorette party. It was like all of the stuff about Kayleen, and then um, they had Adam answer the questions. And oh it was yeah, like, he's so cute. It was like, what would the guy that Kayleen like? Who would Kayleen pick if it wasn't Adam? And I said Timothy Oliphant. Adam got it right. Like it was like that's of all so them that, crazy. That, that's how much. Have you ever watched Deadwood? No. Oh, it's so good too. Yeah. It is really good. That's great. You need to add that to your list I if you will. like Justified. So I know that we like a little bit of sci-fi and time travel. Yeah. Have you seen Travelers? No. That is a Canadian TV show that I also, I think it's on Netflix, mm. but um, the main guy from Will and Grace, the guy, yeah. I don't know his name. He's the main actor. Oh, okay. It's really good. And then Sense8. Have you seen that? No, I've had mixed things because didn't it get canceled like mid-series? I feel like that would frustrate me to like not have an ending or have like a finality. I thought that they had come out with just one, but we, you knew it was just one. Oh, okay. Because it's on Netflix. So it like all comes out at once. Yeah. I mean, it was sad, but it's really good. And you would know that now. I I get mixed emotions about like canceled shows because- Sometimes I like a show because it's so weird, you know, and yeah. it's not like for mass appeal. So, like, oh, the OA, 
the I OA. I never watched that. Oh, my, Kayleen, go watch it today. It changed my <laughs> whole life. I literally was like ready to get a freaking sign and go pick it, like the studios. Like there were there was somebody that was literally picketing outside of the studios that was like, save the OA. And my sister like filmed them because we. I was so obsessed with the OA. I, I'm still so obsessed with the OA and I need to know and I will never know. And it's like, it kills me because <sighs> the Brit Marling, you would love her. She's woo as it comes. That is the most woo show ever skins that's another really gr- did you ever watch skins uh-uh. uh, see skins- we have so many shows we've both never watched i know it's skins great. requires a rewatch for me because I, one of my genres that i actually love is still uh, even though i'm a grown woman is teen like i love teen stuff i love it i thrive on it oh my god and- i cannot wait for you to watch buffy um no i know i need to watch buffy that's been on the list for- i can't believe i never watched do you buffy. remember when you rewatched felicity Oh yeah, I and remember when I, I we, it took me. So, I had never watched Felicity. Me neither. No. And so I watched it. In the first episode, I was like, "Wait, this is about a stalker." Number one, that's what I discovered. And I'm going to give a spoiler don't. here. Can I give us? I'm going to give a spoiler. If you if you don't want Felicity spoiled, you need to turn it off. But did y'all know that J.J. Abrams was a writer on Felicity and the last season of freaking. And there are like 40 episodes per season because this is back in the day when it was on the WB on network TV. So there were literally 40 episodes a season. Do you know how long it took me to watch Felicity? (laughs) I get to the last season. Y'all, it's about time travel. (laughs) It's about time travel. Did y'all know that? I bet you did it because who else made it to that? Nobody because they all quit watching after she cut her hair and I didn't. I stayed on and I was like, wow, here we are. (laughs) So anyway, Back to the regular programming. If you're done with the spoiler, well, you can fast forward. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Yeah, you told me that, and I was like, I think that means I'm not gonna watch it. No, don't. Please don't waste your time. No. Waste your life watching Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> TV was different back then. It definitely yeah, was. yeah, it's just so different. Forty episode seasons, god. literally. It's it's. I mean, I have to look, but it's probably like 32 or something. That is nuts. Now it's like. 10 to or 6 to like 13. It's like typically like 10 to 12 is but like your number. What's yeah. Grey's Anatomy is probably more like 18. Yeah. Usually network TV still is longer. Yeah. What are your guilty pleasures? So many. I, I love Housewives. I'm in like Housewife Facebook groups. <sighs> I, that sounds like a major waste of time. <laughs> it's it, the, the, Those are my people in the world. Like we share the same politics. We share the same views. <laughs> Like, never have I met more. Like, they are my people. I can't believe that you're so in your Facebook life. Only, like, I'm really not as much now that I'm back on Instagram because what I had realized was, like, I was too deep into it. So I've, like, really cut back. But when I am on there, that's where I go is, like, the I'm not judging anybody who is into their Facebook life. I'm just saying. You got it. The groups are pretty great. But, but yeah, I'm in this group, like, the Whispering Eileen's. Oh, I've listened to their podcast. The, the, The podcast is based off these two girls' Um, their yes. podcast and I, but I but I it's so funny because even currently did you ever watch the hidden Canadian one no okay so there is so when I was postpartum with Owen I think this was back then I was listening to bitch sesh and I was in the Facebook group and oh was, the Vancouver Housewives. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Did you watch no, it? No, but I know, I know it's like, that's the thing is I right now it. I'm not even currently watching, but I feel like I know everything. Is that because people talk to you about it in the chair or no? No. Because you're you know, not group? as much as they used to. I, I know. I, I do have some people you. talk about Housewives. Yeah. It's because my sister-in-law, Alex, she loves the Housewives. So we only text like exclusively about things going on and she'll get, give me a rundown. Like today she was like, you really need to binge watch Dallas and watch this 
and watch the, what's it called? The, re, re, the reunion. Reunion. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love Bravo. I love, Are you current on any of it? I'm not current on anything right okay. now. I haven't been, I haven't, I like literally six or seven months ago. What are I, your season? Like, what are your show? Uh, what am I trying to say? What I know your what you're cities? saying. Um, Beverly Hills, OC, uh, New York is hands down Those my favorite. My and yeah. yeah, after that, that's it. That's really it. I, I will dabble in Dallas. I don't love Atlanta. Because you live in Texas? or No, like I, you- re- I actually enjoy them. I think that they're, no, I don't enjoy them as humans. I enjoy watching them. <laughs> I enjoy watching them, like deeply enjoy that. So I probably will catch up on that. That will be fun to watch. Do you watch The Bachelor and Bachelorette? I do. I go through phases. It's Me like too. when I, I watched Ari after I had Wilder because it was yeah. like, it's a huge it felt like time it was commitment. on all the time. Yeah. But it's like if you're stuck at home, you have nothing to watch. Like yeah. I watched every season of Seinfeld. So yeah. like I can watch a two hours a week of The Bachelor. And I, I then I loved The Bachelor in Paradise. I got so I've into never that. Seen oh that. my gosh. It is so fun. <laughs> but it's trash. I mean, you know, it doesn't make you like feel better about feel yourself. like you spent a lot of time. It's not time not wasted, you know? I mean, yeah, I don't know. What about, what's your guiltiest pleasure? I also love like real world and all, like I love OG reality TV. Like I really want to do a rewatch of like the real world New Orleans season one, like the original Mm -hmm. New Orleans or like the real world Seattle is one I'd like to rewatch. Oh God. I don't know if I would enjoy those now. That would be an interesting experiment. I think I would. I know when we first moved to Austin, I wanted to rewatch the Austin one, but it was still when it was like harder to access that stuff, you know? Where are they? I don't see I don't know. I don't know where they are either. Um, I do from time to time watch the 16 and Pregnant spinoffs. What are they? Oh, yeah. Like um, Teen Mom. Teen Mom and Teen Mom 2 and Teen Mom 3 or whatever. I sometimes do watch those because those girls are like, I think they're our age. They're younger than us for sure. Maybe. Yeah. But not much. The first ones, I don't think so. They are because I, I can remember watching them in New Orleans and I was at least 21, like as they were live and they were, they were 16 and pregnant. Okay. So, so maybe it, a little bit, but like I've known them for we've known a decade. Them. Oh yeah. I mean, some of them have lived here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a really fascinating. I, I definitely have gone through phases of that. Somebody was like, you need to watch uh 16 and pregnant while I was pregnant. And then I tried that and I was like, I felt so bleak. And I was like, no, no, this is not for now. Like what I need to watch. <laughs> okay, I'm doing math because the first one aired in 2009. So we were 20, I was 24. So I was like 21, 22. So yeah, so we were like, we're like 10 years older than them. Yeah. But their kids are way older than ours. So it is fun to watch because it's like, I can see the struggles that they have from like having struggled yeah. somewhat similarly, but in totally different circumstances. And I'm like, oh my, like I have so so much more respect for them now. Whereas I used to just watch as a spectacle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I always, I, I always aspired to be a reality <laughs> TV person. You did? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. There was like more Ugh. than one time where I almost tried out for um, real world, but I never did. Like yeah. I always thought like it's a, aspiration is perhaps the I, okay term. I get that my, my old roommate Sophie and I and Sophie if you're listening this is the episode she should be listening to I'm gonna text her to listen to it um because we she gets down on some tv like I do and we we love the real world we love the challenges and we thought for a long time about submitting to be yes. in the real world yeah. yes I like the challenges too I never really got 
Yeah. I don't know. I can't watch it now. Like it just no, does not no. resonate like it used to. No. Um, and I sort of, I sometimes feel like that about Housewives because it is kind of the same formula now. Yeah. And they're all, they're not, I really like a reality TV show, which maybe this doesn't exist anymore, but I liked it when they came into it not knowing and then they came out of it changed. And now they all know. Yeah. Where, but the new house, whoever's the new cast member, they still, even though they have the opportunity to watch like hundreds of hours of tape, yeah. they still sometimes come into it not knowing. And then like a few seasons later, they've like, you know, got a new husband They or they've gotten a divorce. Like there's so much that like transpires yeah. when you see yourself on screen. Well, I think this is the woo factor because like, it's like we're yeah. talking about in thinking of like both reality and not reality TV, but like- What is reality? Oh, there's that. There's that. That's for darn sure. Thinking about like the hills and stuff, which was like basically oh. a scripted show we all watched yeah. that we assumed was real. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I don't know if we assumed that was real, but it's like- But they were real people. They are real people, they but it's like, they w- it was like a scripted show. I know. And it's it's interesting because it's like, even, w- even with Housewives, to some degree, that's the case. Totally. And, you know- it's like what you're saying, like you're watching these like psychological things play out, but are there any shows that are not reality that are like, well, we talked about like Handmaid's Tale, like that's too much for me. Another ones that I, I've watched and can't really do are the zombie ones. Like, um, I never really got into the zombie ones. Yeah. Like, I never even tried because that isn't really like, I'm not into scary. Yeah. And so there's like even, um, oh, we just mentioned it. The one with Villanelle. Oh, Killing Eve. Killing Eve. I love Sandra O. Oh. I was like devastated when she left Grey's and it wasn't until my mother-in-law, who's like a very gentle, quiet, calm person was like, Kayleen, I think you'd really like Killing Eve. And I was like, are you sure it's not too scary for me? Yeah. Like there's definitely, if I see a preview and I'm like, nope, like I'll just yeah. like draw the, I mean, even like you, it's about a murder thing. So I'm like, I get scared. No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine with you. The, <laughs> you'll be, you will be fine with you. But there, I I get that. Like I, like the oh, True Detective, which like oh, season one was fabulous. Gosh, season yeah. two, like Jump the Shark. Two. Oh, Kaylee. And you know what? I, whatever. Yeah, I did. <laughs> we watched it all. But I did not love season two. But I loved season three. But it also, I have a really tough time now with having a child and like kidnappings, child murder, it, I, it's like really, it's a different feeling yeah. than I can imagine, than I couldn't necessarily like empathize to the degree I can now. And it's I mean, it's and that's like sort of an that. interesting thing is like, do you, when you're sitting down to watch something, are you like internalizing it or sometimes? Some, yeah. And I think, I don't actually know like the chemistry of it. Like I'm not a scientist with like, you know, probes on me and stuff, but I think there are times when I come into something a bit more energetically open. And then there's other times when I'm just like there for fun. And there have been a couple of times where Nathan wouldn't turn something off that upset me. Like a movie we rented from the Red Box. You sound like bad right now. Like, no, it was this movie. Um, and I don't, this is a weird, like, why does this upset me so much? Yeah. But it's called We Need to Talk About Kevin. And it's this movie about like this, it's Tilda Swinton and she has this child and she just never connects with it. And then he ends up being like a, a mass murderer. Sorry, spoiler. Um, and it just, I could see where it was going and I was, I was livid that we had to finish the movie mm-hmm. and I, I had to leave and like storm off and go to bed. And like there, 
There are some times where that will happen to me where something will so viscerally upset me. And I don't know why that is because I can watch other things that are even worse stuff that's more connected to my life. But it's like something about that really triggered me. Like, or, and there, and there was something recent. We just watched something the other day where I was like, no, no, like I'm done, you know, where I get, I don't want to watch it. I get really upset. It was sometimes when we watch something like really heavy or like disturbing, I will have to wash it off with something funny. Absolutely. Wings is a great show for that. I used to always watch scary shows and then Wings when it's a sitcom about like the airport people. Oh. That's a fun one. It's from the 90s. It's great. There's, we don't watch a lot of comedy. Like that isn't one of the things. Yeah, we don't either. Um, Adam deems important enough for us to watch. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm playing, but I'm not. He's. I'm kind of serious. About no, Nathan's it. the same way. But we got into Veep, and we got I into love Veep hard. Like we were into it. It was so good. And then um, Adam really likes Silicon Valley. Love Silicon Valley. I I could take or leave it. Like I only half watched that one, yeah. but it is funny. And then the other one that is hilarious is Catastrophe. I love Catastrophe. Is one of my all time favorites. It is I watched so it good. right after I gave birth, yes. and I binged it and then I binged it all within a day like because I was like nursing and then I and Nathan came home like from work and I was like we we're to gonna, we gotta start this. this right now again, and I loved. What did you think of the ending? Of I loved it. I loved. Yeah. It. I mean, I'm sad it's over and it was yeah. short lived. And I absolutely that's one of my all time favorite shows. So, I loved. It was like too real. Another thing, it's comedy that I can't believe we're not talking about because it's probably one of the shows I've also binged the most or watched the most. The Office is yeah. a freaking just awesome show. Yeah. Did you watch the original and the American? I've seen both. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely prefer the uh, U.S. version. Really? Although I do love Ricky Gervais. He has yeah. a show called Extras that was on. Um, HBO years ago. And if you can literally just YouTube the scene of him with Dave extras, Ricky Gervais and David Bowie, that alone is worth watching. It's so funny, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's kind of a genius. He's that so show is really good. Both of them. Both of them. They're kind of different. I mean, oh, they're, they're the very, same. They, the first season is like the same yeah. and then they did their own thing. Yeah. And I just, I think in my heart of hearts, I prefer the I, I love so many of those characters. And I think like the Jim Pam romance was like probably one of the best yeah. TV romances. It's really good. That is a good show. Good, good I never tension. watched that live, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, I did watch that live. But it's fun. I rewatched it last year and I really enjoyed that. So where do you feel like the woo is in watching TV and shows? Because we have spent a lot of time, not just in this episode, but in our friendship and in our working relationship as client and hairstylist talking about TV. We I spend mean, a lot of time I think watching it's like, TV. I think TV <laughs> and movies too, but I think like, I think it has to do with it's escapism a little bit and like where you let your thoughts go. And somebody like said that you're in a theta state while you like watch TV, which sort is Sort of so like a meditation that And that it's like control. a meditation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you can control by like only watching positive, happy stuff, but we don't, you know, no one yeah. does. And like, what are we attracted to? And like, what do we, de- why, why are we attracted to this? And like, why are we invested or interested in this? And why do things make us feel a certain way? And like, I think sometimes it does warrant reflection. Like, mm-hmm. why is the worst thing that could ever happen in my mind, like r- raising a child who had become a mass murderer? You know, like that clearly yeah. triggered me in like a very dark way. But like, like I don't know. Like, I th- I think in other ways it can tell you your desires. Like, like when you watch a show and you feel turned on by something or yeah. when you watch a show and you're like attracted to the visuals of something. Like yeah. the aesthetic, like yeah. Miss Maisel is freaking candy and makes me just want to dress like straight out of the 50s. But then I rewatch Mad Men and I'm like, Oh, these were dark time for women. Like, you know, <laughs> but it also is like, 
when it's well done, especially in like a period piece or something, it's like a reflection into, it's like a new, a little version of history or a little version of like events or events that you can't even imagine have happened. Like there's a lot of woo in yeah. TV. Yeah. Outside perspective. Yeah. And, and just your brain. Yeah. So I, th- I don't know. There's a lot of woo. There's a few more shows I want to talk about. Oh yeah. I just want to talk about TV like forever. I, I love TV. So well, much. we didn't talk about Big Love. Did you ever watch? I love that? Big. I watched it twice. Yeah, God, love I love Big that Love show so much. That's a good one. That's about like the um, Mormons. Mormons. Yeah, yeah, it's a really interesting God, one. HBO so has it, you could really it's go H- through it's HBO's like back catalog and just lies. enjoy Big Little Lies, Sex in the City. I've seen that every episode a billion times. So good. Uh, Friends, I love too, which is not HBO, but will be on HBO Max soon. Did you ever watch Togetherness on HBO? Wait, what was Togetherness? I it did. Was, Hold on. Yeah, it was just a short one. Was it two seasons with those girls? No, that was. Oh, another. speaking of girls, girls, girls was amazing. Girls, yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. If all you ever did was only watch, like, loved HBO. Togetherness. Oh, that is the Duplass brothers. Mm-hmm. That was a great show. I, w- I was happy. I was sad that it got canceled, but I was happy the way they wrapped it up because it came off like it wasn't. Yes. And I love the Duplass brothers. I will do I, like anything Mark Duplass touches is gold to me. I love him. He's the guy who played the husband and he's the writer of the show. And I just, I he was just in something. He was, he, I, I literally just, I know it just came out something with him in it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't was know it what a it movie was. Or show? Let me look while you're looking. I'm just going to say a few more shows for okay. you girls. Oh, we already said that. Yes. Looking. Did you ever watch looking? Yes. Gosh. Looking is fun. Enlightened. Did you ever watch that? Oh my gosh. That one is so fun. Was it on Showtime? No. I'm just on HBO right oh, now. Oh, okay. Gosh. Hold on. Oh, I don't, well, he was in Bombshell, but you didn't watch that, did Laura you? Laura Dern is in Enlightened. Love Laura Dern. And she, she, this is her, she like, I can't remember. I think she's like a whistleblower or something. I can't really remember the way it transpires, but she, her like life is imploding, but she's also like really trying to be enlightened. And so it's like this whole like juxtaposition between like her office and work drama and then like her trying to like be like super woo and like it's, it's oh, fun. That's it would be fun. a fun show to watch. I'll watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't think that we should keep naming TV shows because honestly, I think we could sit here all day. We could. I'm with you on the woo of it. I also think that there's like, I mean, I've talked about this before. I'm, I think that dreams and TV and movies and and books and fiction, mm. there is like a time travel element yes. where we get transported and it, yeah, escapism for sure. But then also just like exposure mm-hmm. and um, also access to like a, a different range of emotions and, yeah. and different ex- experiences. Than that, your own. Than your yeah. own. Yeah. Even like Lacey Phillips talks like I see a lot in her little Facebook group where people are looking for expanders and they'll be like asking for like parent expanders or like boyfriend expanders or love interest expanders or relationship expanders like what do you want your relationship and people might write like the couple from catastrophe you know they're not perfect they don't have this but they have this and it's expanding to me and so I do think there's elements of TV that by nature are pretty expansive like they show you truth that you could never see otherwise because you you don't have access to it so yeah like one of my I love watching so you think you can dance oh, i've yeah, watched it forever one. and that is now it's been on for so long that the kids that are competing grew up watching yeah it. and so that is that is an expander like yeah. that's all that is that like gave those kids access to that and we're like wow we could do that and i mean drama and reality that's totally different but still yeah. like it gives you this 
exposure. And I sometimes really like thinking about like the amount of people that went into something, into a production. Mm, like there's a the lighting guy. You know, there's like all of these people that are sitting around to make this moment happen. One time, now- I when I lived in LA, I my roommate was on the show Greek and the main girl in there, she's, what's her, she's, um, what's the guy who played Frasier? It's his daughter. Um, anyway, she was the star of Greek. And we don't look anything alike, y'all. Like the the only thing was that I was blonde and they needed me to come in to do, I, I was asked to come in to see Spencer Grammer. Spencer Grammer to see if I could be Spencer Grammer's back double for yeah. some scenes. So a lot of times you're watching a scene and it's the back of somebody, but it's not actually them. It's just somebody standing in so the other person can do their lines and they can take a break, mm-hmm. which is an absurd job. Like, honestly, I went in, I didn't look anything like her. We're not like the same size. We didn't have the same color, really the same color, blonde hair, like all this stuff. I went in, I got paid $150 just to go in and see if I could be Spencer Grammer's basically butt double, <laughs> like back just double, to try, just to try out. And I'm like, it is so, it's crazy. Yeah. The amount of people on a set in a show, yeah. like living in LA, I became much more cognizant of it, but yeah, yeah, that's an interesting thing to think about for sure. And then we just like binge it, you know, yeah. and like discard it. So yeah. I think it's really nice to have conversations like this. I mean, whenever Adam and I are on a date, especially with like another couple, yeah. we always end up talking about like, well, what are you guys watching? What have yeah, you liked too. watching? It's definitely, I mean, it's one of our favorite topics. So um, it's definitely a form, like when people talk about like hobbies and leisure, like TV is definitely a hobby for me. And it's not, I mean, through this conversation alone, it's kind of helped me see the value in it mm-hmm. and not just like, Sometimes I look down on it as like my mindless waste of time. Me too. It doesn't have to be mindless. And it certainly, in thinking about all of the steps that a show takes to get to where it is, it is art and it does take a ton of effort. Even like a show like Younger, have you watched that? Mm -hmm. Younger's fun. My mom loves Younger. Even that is is art, you know, Mm -hmm. like it is. So um, I'm really happy that we had this conversation and it feels like I'm going to appreciate TV a lot more in the new year. Yeah, I've definitely got new, um, new shows to new watch. Shows to watch. <laughs> All right. Well, friends, let us know if you have any must-see shows or movies that you think we should check out because we'll definitely have a conversation about movies here in the future. Yes, please connect on Instagram at That's Pretty Woo or send an email to hello at That's Pretty Woo.com. We're excited to join you again next week for an episode on crystals and woo. Bye. Bye. Thank you, friends, for listening. Please connect with us at thatsprettywoo.com and on Instagram at thatsprettywoo. Make sure you subscribe to catch next week's episode and share our pod with anyone you know who's into stuff. That's That's Pretty pretty woo. Woo.